Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Concafe Al Martino. In this episode, I have with me Andrew Niven, a dear colleague of mine. Andrew has been an international sports coach for many years and has taken over the role of Director of Operations Excellence recently. Welcome, Andrew. Hello. Today's episode is all about building a habit. And as a sports coach, I figure you know a lot about that. <laughs> Definitely. There's plenty that athletes need to do in order to build habits. So do we want to start by just dismantling some misconceptions about habits? Which misconceptions would you like to dismantle? There are plenty. Oh, there are. Um, let's start with the most common one. If I want to build a habit, I have to do it daily. <laughs> okay, well, um, I think in this sense you have to make a decision whether you're going to build a habit or you're going to build a routine. Yeah, I know they sound like they're similar, like they're the same thing, but they're only similar things. Okay, can you delve a little bit deeper into that? Well, a routine means that the same thing is happening every day, normally in the same order or at the same time. So I have a routine of going to, to work every day at 8.30 in the morning or whatever it is. Or um, parents know they wake up their children at seven o'clock in the morning in order to get them to school on time. And their day is timed out through a routine. Mm -hmm. A habit, on the other hand, is triggered. It happens spontaneously. It ha you, you can't really plan when the habit needs to occur. So you have to look at triggers. What, what happens at the moment that the habit I want needs to occur? How do I get there? Okay, that's an interesting point. Let me directly dig in there. Because I know a lot of people, and maybe our listeners do too, that do something called social smoking. They smoke whenever they're with people. Yes, this, this is a common thing. This is a draw to being part of a group. Okay, so that's a, a longing to belong to something. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Um, let, let's stick with that kind of habit. So another misconception, uh, as far as I know, is that bad habits are easier to learn than good habits, let's call them. I, I definitely do not believe so. I think um, it's just we move into bad habits in a, in a less conscious way. A bad habit is something that we did or we, we trigger continuously And we do so in a way that we're not thinking about it. Therefore, we've built this bad habit. And before we realize it, the trigger occurs, the bad habit happens. Um, now, to actively change that to what we would consider a positive habit, then um, we need to learn to look at the trigger, break it down, and, and, and change what the result of that trigger is. Okay, so um, a question from my side to that would be to unlearn a bad habit Do we necessarily need to learn a good habit instead? Replace it, so to say? You need to replace a habit with something. Um, even if you're saying, well, I don't want to react at all. I, I, you know, I, I have a bad habit of overreacting in a certain situation. I become extremely emotional. So in order to, to sort of counter that bad habit, we need to at least recognize the trigger. So the new habit is to do nothing. You know, if you want to stay calm, then what is it? And that's a case of really understanding what is the trigger of the habit and what is the reaction that I really want to have to this habit rather than the one that's naturally coming out, the one that you've determined as a bad habit. I've, I've also heard a few friends say, if, if you want to start a habit or you want to stop a bad habit, you need to go cold turkey. It's all or nothing. 
I strongly disagree with this one. This is more my personal belief um, rather than saying, hey, studies show this. this is my personal belief based on the things that I've witnessed in, in both um, professional working life as well as sports life. The reality is that you want to go cold turkey. Everybody wants to change their habit immediately. And it, it's not something that can happen in an immediate immediate point. The problem with, with going, the, the concept of going cold turkey is in that moment that you fail in the habit. And failures happen. You trip yourself back into the old habit. Um, this has to do with how the brain is wired. And until you can strengthen the new habit to a point where it overtakes the old then you will at least occasionally trip back to the old habit. So the concept of cold turkey, the problem there is going to be that uh, when you slip back into that bad habit, are you, are you uh, aware enough? Are you willing enough to say, okay, I slipped up this time. However, now I go through my steps again. I re sort of emphasize what I want to do as the new habit. And I accept that this happens. And then I can move on. Okay, so failure is part of the process. Absolutely. Um, we, there's nothing we do in life that, that, that doesn't involve failure. I mean, from the moment we're born, we, we're constantly trying to roll over. We're constantly trying to get up on our knees and crawl. And then we try to stand. We try to run. Um, have you ever seen a child that's born who can roll over the first time they try, get up and crawl around when they try, stand up when the first time they try, and walk when they try? No, everything in life requires failure failure and exercise repetition so what would you deem the best method to build a habit um the best method to build a habit in my opinion is to to really be able to name what is the habit first of all what's the habit that i have what's the response that i'm having so really understand what it is and then step back and say what triggered this response Okay, so now, uh, because what we want here is, is at the point of the trigger, we want it to trigger something different. Now, we know the response because whatever the response is normally is going to be the thing that we're saying, well, I regret doing that. Why did I do that? Why didn't I just do something else? So you already know what the response was and the response that you would really want to take, but you have to step back now to the trigger. And it's a little bit of building this When this happens, whatever the trigger is, name it, really describe the trigger. When the trigger happens, instead of doing this old habit, I'm going to do this new habit and really enforce that sort of mentality. And again, like we just said, failures are going to happen. So even if it doesn't happen the first time, make sure that you continue to try. Habits are built through repetition. And how would you say to keep aware of that when the trigger happens? What, what can help there? The reality is that if you are unable to recognize the correct trigger, and it could be that on your first attempt that you, you've, you've found an incorrect trigger and you're continuing to do the old habit, you'll recognize the old habit because this is the thing that, that is annoying you. It's the thing that you're saying, well, I wish I hadn't done that. Um, and I mean, it, it could be anything in that sense. If you didn't recognize the correct trigger, then it could be that you, you're unable to build the new habit or when the trigger's there, you're unable to recognize the trigger. Yeah. If, uh, for example, if your reaction is an emotional reaction and you've presented something, say, for example, the, the topic is I present something to a group 
and somebody in the group reacts in an emotional way. And my reaction is to then jump on the same emotional horse and ride. Yeah, and I don't like that I get emotional. I want to keep it down to the the um, down to the facts level, being fairly logical and trying to work through the the issue. When I realize the trigger is emotion, so when I notice that I'm getting emotional, then this is a trigger that I can start to. How is it that I recognize that I'm getting emotional? Work into that trigger and then really define it as much as possible. Okay, that's understandable. Thank you very much. So we need to look for the trigger of the habit and also need to basically train ourselves in being aware of that trigger whenever it happens before we react. Right, and also train how you want to react. Yeah, when you get emotional. And, and it is a little bit of a... It can be initially a little bit of a mantra and you're, you're, when I notice that this happens, instead of doing this, I'm going to do this. And the, the statements are fairly positive. We don't want to say, when I notice this, I'm not going to do this. It's instead of doing one, I will do the other one and try to keep your, your, um, your, uh, your decisions positive. The reason that you want to keep them positive is our brains work better with positivity than negativity. Um, the brain works better with positivity than negativity, but usually it's said that bad things, so bad memories and I guess also bad habits, stick more. Okay, let me define that down to positive statements rather than negative statements. Yeah, um, as, as I said before, bad, bad things happen to everybody every day. Okay, so as I said before, it's not a case of we built a bad habit because of something negative. It's because we just built a bad habit. Mm -hmm. And at the time, we may not have even deemed the habit to be bad. We just built a habit. Okay, at some stage later, you're sitting there going, hmm, I've had now a chance to analyze this. I wish I hadn't reacted that way. Okay, to get a little bit more personal, what was the most difficult habit you had to build or to get rid of? Um, yeah, that, that's an interesting question. This would be maybe for me a really long, long, long time ago. Uh, I would have classed myself as an extremely maybe arrogant person who was very sure of who he was and very sure of what, what he did in the sense of um, I, I would have been happy to be... Uh, you, you would class it as a bit of a show-off, yeah? Was that, was that in the sports coach time? This would have been before the sports coaching time. This was more in, in the athlete side, more in my late teens, um, right up until I was about 20 years old. And what happened there was I, I, I really, I honestly think I lacked a, a lot of understanding for how other people perceived me. I uh, tended to, to really just look at myself and, and I, how I perceived myself, I wanted other people to perceive me. So this was, I was great, I was the best, I was good. And, and that, was, that was how it was. Now, the funny thing was that this, I didn't perceive as a bad habit. Feeling good about yourself should not be considered a bad habit. However, when I was 20, I suffered an, a small injury that caused me to not be able to be or to demonstrate my sports at the level I wanted. It made me reconsider my own career as a sports person and, and where I was going with this. And suddenly, um, this habit I had of, hey, uh, people perceive me 
as being great based on my own perception of myself suddenly became, hmm, I don't perceive myself as great, therefore other people don't perceive myself me as great. And how did you go about that? <laughs> A long, no. <laughs> the... There's first of all is a check with reality in that sense. What is it? Um, and, and this is where uh, I, I did a couple of papers as psychology at university, and this is where you know one of the things that sticks with me. It's a first year psych paper, and you know I think I learned more in those than than anything else. The concept that um, one of the one of the lecturers said to me, she said. Does your partner, or not necessarily to me, to the entire group, she said, does your partner love you? And naturally, those people in the room who had partners all sort of nodded, yes, they love you. And she said, how do you know? And does it matter? And it's it's interesting because it's the second question. Does it matter what your partner really thinks? Or does it actually matter what you think your partner thinks? Okay. Um, and... So they, th this this led me on a little bit of a course towards the concept of does it really matter what other people think of me? No, it doesn't. So when I put myself down, yeah, when I'm feeling down because my opinion is that somebody else does not like me, instead of getting down, I will simply continue to do the work I do to ensure that I like me. Interesting answer. Thank you very much. If you had to commit to learning a new habit tomorrow, from tomorrow on, what habit would you like to learn? I think we were continuously committing to learn habits because what happens as well is that over time habits change or habits don't become so useful. The current habit that, that I have been working on is a little bit more on the how to deal with over-emotional people. Um, I have generally two ways of dealing with over-emotional people. Is One is to, 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 depending on how attached I am to whatever the topic is, to also um, start to climb onto the emotional sort of level, which I don't like. Um, so one of the habits is to work against that. But the other habit that I have, it's interesting that I have two different reactions depending on the topic. And the other reaction is just to go, oh, well, whatever. I'm not really engaged in this topic. I don't need to share my opinion on it and to step back. Now, in the long run, neither of those are good good reactions that I've recognized. So these are things that I'm working on. How can I react? How can I provide a much more proactive reaction to these? I can imagine some of our listeners would have similar reactions. Can you give them a tip on how you're going about that? It's um, It's pretty much the same as what I've already said. The example that I'll give you is, is in the topic where I'm not so into the topic, I don't really care what the reaction is. However, I know that they're interested in my opinion on this. So I tend to know, notice or the trigger for me is when I know I'm pulling back. And one of the first ways I notice that I'm pulling back is I lean back in my chair and I flick over to my email if it's in a meeting or I grab my phone when it's in the meeting. Now, one of, the, one of the things I've done to stop some of these happening is I've gone back to writing in a book. Rather than taking the, the laptop or the phone to the meeting, I go back to writing in a book. And I consciously, the habit trigger is when I grab my laptop or when I grab my phone to go to the meeting. 
Another trigger is when I put my phone on the desk at the meeting. Yeah, these are things that trigger in me, okay, I'm already switching off because if the phone is on the desk, then I think that something else that might happen is going to be more important than the topic that we're going to talk about. And since I remove myself. Okay, one of the other things that I do is why do I have my book? I like to write. I take a lot of notes on what's being said. This helps me pay more attention to what the person is saying. It also allows me to, to reflect on what they said and then provide a much better answer. And when it comes to me, when they're asking me, I'm, I'm already developing better opinions on what's going on. Thank you for sharing that. Before we conclude this episode, I have one more personal question. Uh, relating to the topic of habits, what kind of coffee would you be? <laughs> okay. <laughs> hmm. I'm a, I'm a cappuccino. I'm always going to be a cappuccino. I know I drink a lot of cappuccino and, and all of my colleagues would say, yep, he drinks cappuccino. Um, I find in the sense that cappuccino is somewhere that nice, perfect mix in between. If you have too much espresso, then it's it's too harsh. If you have too much milk, it's too soft for me. So you have to find that perfect middle balance. That's a wonderful explanation. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Andrew, for taking the time of being here, being in my episode number two. You're welcome. So, dear listeners, if you have any further questions to Andrew about building a habit, you can reach out to us via Instagram or LinkedIn. We're going to respond to all the questions coming in over the next two weeks. Thank you very much for tuning in. And all I've got to say is... Arrivederci. Have a beautiful day. <laughs>